What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, guys? Have you ever wanted to give yourself better odds on winning a bet? DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you that chance. All players who base a bet on Sunday night's basketball game between L.A. and Denver will have a hand in lowering the games over-under. For every 1,000 players who bet on Sunday night's game, the over-under will drop by one point. The best part, though, even if the line lowers, the odds remain even money. You can double your money by hammering the over. If that's not enough, there's also a massive title fight this weekend for UFC 258. DraftKings offers great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey, and so much more all week long. It's also safe, secure, and reliable. Deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code SMOKE when you sign up and hammer the over on Sunday night's LA Denver basketball game. Hammer the over and improve your odds on doubling your money. Promo code SMOKE. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Which team is one big trade away from being odds-on favorite this season? Uh, I would have to say Philadelphia. What do you think? For what kind of piece you feel like they need, though? Honestly, Matt, um, I just said that because I didn't even know you was answering me the question. I thought you was reading it. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you was asking me that. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, February 8th, and this is what's burning. Jack, we had an instant classic the other night. Steph and Luca had a shootout for the ages. Steph dropped 57, Luca dropped 42, Dallas got the win. But how special are moments like this, uh, you know, for the NBA fans? Man, it was special. It was, it was a joy for me to see. Uh, and I want to reiterate on some things you said at the beginning of the season. You said Steph needs to play like this and have amazing games all season. And he's been doing that for Golden State to have a chance. Luka's been doing the same thing, but just like you said at the beginning of the season, that he needed more help. It's it's exciting to watch these two guys go at it, and the game is in good hands for sure. Yes. Uh, you know, this was, you know, we, we talked at the beginning of the season, this, this was going to be Golden State's version of how Houston played with James last year, although I think there's more ball movement and people are involved. 
every single night, Steph's going to have to put up amazing numbers for this team to win. He's been doing it. You know, they're floating right at the bottom of, of, of the playoff standings. But this is just a beautiful game. Steph's confidence is obviously on another level. And Luka's just a silent killer. Doesn't Goes out there, doesn't take no shit, plays hard, and, and stuff like this happens. So it was a fun game to watch for me personally. I just enjoyed the back and forth and, and, and the ability to hit clutch shots for both those guys. And uh, imagine this in a, a seven-game series. You know, if these guys are able to maintain what they're doing and, and get a chance to play each other in the playoffs, seven games of Luka and Steph would be incredible. Next up. Raising their games. Uh, Donovan Mitchell has been on one. Uh, you know, we mentioned it, uh, you know, a few weeks ago when Shaq low-key called him out or actually high-key called him out. And we both thought, mm -hmm. you know, instead of using that as a, as like a damn, as a diss, use it as motivation. It seems like Donovan's been used as a motivation. Thus far, February's dropped two 30-point games, almost had a triple-double last night. And his team is at the best record in the NBA, 19-5. and five. What are your thoughts on his play, first and foremost, and how, uh, how good the Jazz have been this season? He's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. He's been he's been growing every year as a player, growing every year as a leader. And what Shaq said to him to do nothing but motivate him. A lot of people would have took that the wrong way. He knew the right. direction he was going. He knew the work he right. put in, and the results are showing now. So salute salute to Donovan Mitchell. But I also knew what Shaq was saying. Yeah, it's good they're nineteen and five right now. But that doesn't matter until the end of the season. Where are you? Absolutely. That's what matters. You know, you want to be a champion. And and then like I said, Donovan Mitchell's doing a great job of leading his team. I'm not taking anything away from Utah. If you want to get off to a great start, this is the way you do it. But it matters in the postseason. But Donovan Mitchell, keep doing your thing. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell's definitely been uh elevating his game since he's been here. Um, one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league right now. Love what Quinn Snyder's doing. We've talked about him throughout uh, this season. But I still feel like this is possibly a team that's going into this trade deadline. Like, look, we're at the top of the West during the regular season. Do we need to make a move to solidify ourselves going into the playoffs? Do we need to grab a Zach Levine? Do we need to grab a Bradley Beal? Do we need to grab that one more score that no one is even talking about that could possibly be on the trade trade? Uh, on the move during the trade deadline. Because, uh, I, like I said, I think they need that one more guy. They're very consistent, um, but I still think they need that one more score that's in that that 20-point range consistently. I love what Jordan Clarkson's doing. I love what Mike Conley's doing. Um, like I said, a lot of different shooters, but when it comes to the playoffs, are they going to have enough? We'll have to wait and see. Next up, Jokic dropped 50. Damn near a 50-point triple-double, 15, 12, and 8. But it came in a losing effort, Jack. Talk to me about that. Well, you just talked about teams need to make moves. This is the team that need to make a move. You can't have Jokic do everything he's doing. 50 points and you and you lose to Sacramento. Nothing against Sacramento. They got some young stars. But you can't have your star player go for 50, 12, and 8 and take an L. That's the team that need to make some moves. This is the best big man in the game right now. Well, him and Embiid. And I, I, I just I just don't see him having games like this and having the career he's having and not have another star. I, I, I love the young guards they have. But I really think this team need to make another move before the playoffs, Matt. Mm, mm, mm. Good point there. Um, you know, he's out here. doing. And I made a mistake last week or maybe two weeks ago when I said AD deserves to start in front of Jokic for the All-Star. I was mistaken, although AD is a tremendous talent. Jokic is on another uh, planet this year, the way he's playing. AD's been up and down of late. So Jokic definitely deserves to start as center. But he's one of these unique talents. You know, obviously he he could he can use some help, but he's one of these unicorn guys that are, you know, skill set. There's not really a hole in his game. His ability to mm -hmm. pass the ball like a guard, shoot the ball like a guard, 
No one can stop him on the block, and just his basketball IQ is off the charts. So it's beautiful to see him continue to develop. Um, whether the rest of the young town around him develops as well is something we'll have to see. But, uh, you know, just watching him night in, night out has been a beautiful thing. Next up, Gordon Hayward, who's having a career year. Um, I'm personally happy to see because I thought he was a motherfucker over there in Utah. Uh, ended up getting hurt. Didn't really work in Boston. He signed a big deal where the team took a lot of heat for him getting all that money. But he's at a career high 23 points a game, floating with the 50, 40, 90. Um, has that team. He's the number one option for that team. Has that team playing well. He's been able to jail with their younger players. Obviously, LaMelo Ball someone we all like. Terry Rozier. Miles Bridges is a highlight highlight machine waiting to happen what else do you feel charlotte needs they're seventh right now in the east what else do you feel they need jack to continue to improve and, and possibly make some noise in the eastern conference yeah well first of all you 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 got to salute the man you get what you negotiate he negotiated that money he got it but in charlotte i played in charlotte i got that my first year we got to the playoffs they could care less about anything but getting to the playoffs. And that's all MJ cares about. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think having this guy on, on, on the team and, and the season he's having, I'm a fan of him. A lot of guys don't go through the injuries that he's went through, you know, and, and to bounce back, to come back in the league, regardless what team you own, regardless what money, how much money you're making, and back to averaging 23 points, I salute him. But he has to get this team to the playoffs in order to be respected in Charlotte. I completely agree. Um, I think he got lost in the shuffle. I think there was some stuff going on because he had his former college coach over there and he came back in after an injury. He went right to the starting lineup and I think that rubbed a lot of the young Celtics the wrong way. So it was only a matter of time before that situation, you know, they had to make a move there. Um, lands on his feet in Charlotte and hits the ground running. Like I said, playing like that, Gord that, that Gordon Hayward that, you know, the Utah Jazz had. So I'm happy to see it fighting back through all these injuries. Um, this is a very young, talented team. To me, I don't really think you rush this process. I think you continue to fill out what you have with Miles Bridges, what you have with LaMelo Ball. You know what you have with Rozier. Uh, Cody Zeller's playing hard every night. I like what this team is doing, and I like the path they're on. Uh, you know, I think within the next two, three years, you know, they'll definitely be right in the middle of the Eastern Conference, you know, making some real noise. But like you said, none of this shit matters unless you make the playoffs. DraftKings Sportsbook gives you a chance to influence the odds on this Sunday night's Los Angeles Laker-Denver Nugget game. For every 1,000 players who bet the over on Sunday night's game, the over-under will drop by one point. Between LA and Denver, LeBron, AD, Jokic, Jamal Murray, there should be a lot of scoring. Hammer the over on Sunday's Denver-Los Angeles game and you'll help lower the game's over-under. As the line lowers, the odds remain even money. You can hammer Hammer the over and still have a shot at doubling your money. DraftKings offers great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey, and much more all weekend long. Also, there's a massive title fight this weekend for UFC 258. It's safe, secure, and reliable. Deposit, withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code SMOKE when you sign up to hammer the over on Sunday night's LA Denver basketball game. Hammer the over and improve your odds of doubling your money. Promo code SMOKE for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We got the week ahead. We got some nice matchups. Um, one matchup we'll start with this Luca and Trey situation. They'll forever be linked obviously being traded for each other on draft day. I mean, but to me, man, these the trade, as great as we think Luka is, Trey has definitely been doing his thing uh, with Atlanta. Has Atlanta sitting at sixth in the East. Uh, he's at damn near 27 points a game and nine assists, getting to the line almost 10 times a game. While Luka's at 28 and nine, they're still trying to find their footing in the West. But this is definitely going to be must-watch TV for two of the bright stars in our league. Yeah, man, I, this is a game I definitely have to watch. It's going to be a lot of scoring, a lot of playmaking. Uh, you really don't see these guys guard each other too much because Luka's a lot bigger. But um, just the matchup, anointing, you having two two future stars on the court, uh, both teams really, like you said, still trying to find their footing and trying to find an identity for each other. I think Atlanta is kind of leading that with the identity. Trey is really leading this team, and, and they really have their style of play. Luca's still fishing, but anytime these two guys can clash, it's always good TV. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Like I said, I, I don't think Luca, or excuse me, I don't think Trey gets enough credit for what he's been able to accomplish, the numbers he's been able to put up, and where he has his team right now. Obviously, Luca got a lot of the hype, and I think maybe too much hype from a standpoint of, you know, are they living up to expectations? Um, they right. haven't been able to do it this year. He personally has been playing well, but Trey has his team on the path, you know, and, and he was Atlanta was my surprise team this year. I love what they did in free agency. I like the pickups they made, but Trey continues to improve. One of the best ball handlers, shooters, skilled players in our game. And this, like I said, this is going to be a matchup that will be talked about throughout their careers because obviously they were traded for each other. But uh, must watch basketball this week. It's going to be a fun one. Our next matchup to watch, um, KD returning to the Bay. Um, the Nets got the best of the Warriors earlier in the season, beating them handily in Brooklyn. Um, Golden State is is finding their footing. Steph is being Steph. Uh, Oubre and Wiggins are starting to raise their game. Draymond is showing that the numbers aren't everything. He's out here doing absolutely everything on the floor to keep this team, uh, you know, afloat. And then Brooklyn, you know, Brooklyn still is trying to fit their pieces together, but slowly but surely rising up in the East. What are your thoughts about KD returning to the Bay and both these teams at, at their current point? You know, it would be so much better, and we would be anticipating this game so much more if that arena was filled with people. There was fans. You know what I mean? Hell, um, yeah. It's gonna. I mean, they Hell, didn't already. Yeah. They didn't already play. So 
I think the the seeing each other and the brotherly love and all that, I think that already happened. I think the only the aspect of it was seeing him actually come back to that arena with fans. We're not going to get a chance to see that. So mm-hmm. I just, I just, I, I see it being a high scoring game. Uh, you know, anytime any team play against Brooklyn, you're going to get their best shot. And uh, Steph, Steph, <laughs> Steph, right. Steph has been playing well. And then when, you, and when, when Steph comes with his best shot, as you see, it's going to be a 50 point night. So it's going to be a good game to watch. Um, yeah, like you said, you know, Steph's been playing great. But to think on the flip side, if Steph doesn't play great, the Warriors don't have a chance. The Nets have three different options. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if yeah. one of those guys play great, they have a great chance. If two of those guys play great, they have a really good chance. And if all three play great, the other team doesn't stand a chance. So that's the beautiful <laughs> option of having those three fucking stars on one side. But like you said, I think the key to this is if fans were there, this would have had a lot more energy, a lot more excitement. But still... The game will be played. Um, thoughts last week on KD's protocol where he was supposed to not warm up, was able to warm up, doesn't start, plays a little bit, gets taken out of the game, and then obviously he has an issue um, after the game, as he should. It's crazy. Like I said, I think the NBA is trying to figure out this contact tracing shit, but I think that was definitely a frustrating situation for him and his team. Man, free snipe, man, free KD. I feel his pain. <laughs> once real. I run up, once I run up and down that court, and I bump any guy, and we sweating. I'm playing the game. You know what I'm saying? Don't if, take if, me if, out if, unless if, I'm if, kicked if, out. Come on, man. Play. Let me play the game, man. They they actually would. They actually was doing too much. And I honestly feel KD frustration. You know, you pulling them in and out of the game. It's a big game for them. They trying to win. You know, and and he don't know if he can play or not. You get warm up late. You got to. He's not started. He's coming in the game cold. Like it's a lot of aspects to that to, that that would frustrate me as well. So I get it, man. But they need to get a hold of it because once you check in the game, ain't no reason to pull you back out. Right, and like I said, it, it's either got to be an all or nothing. Either he can play that day or he can't. But don't give him the option to get a sweat, start playing, and then pull him out. Like I said, either you're going to not let him play that day or once he's in, you're going to let him rock the entire game. But I think the in and out is some bullshit. We definitely feel his pain, and we hope the NBA is able to figure this out so it doesn't have to happen to anybody else. Breaking records and milestones. Uh, Congrats to LeBron James for passing Wilt Chamberlain on the third third all-time career field goals made list. Um, Jack, I think Doc Rivers put it perfectly. Uh, Whether or not you agree LeBron is the greatest player of all time, when it's all said and done, he'll definitely have the greatest career. Um, thoughts on Braun and, and the level of plays continuing to play out in year 18? I'm just amazed, man, what, what, he, what, he's, what he's been able to do in such a long time. You know, we we all had high expectations of him coming in the game, and he exceeded them all, and he's continuing to. Uh, I'm not surprised, man. We just got to enjoy greatness and understand that we've seen something. We're watching something that we've never seen before. One of the greatest to ever touch the court, man. And I, I'm, I'm honored to say I had a chance to battle against him a, a couple of years and to be able to watch this, man. It's just special. I'm enjoying it. Imagine, I think you made a great point. Who has ever lived up to all this hype? I mean, the hype from the beginning was was made for him to fail. The, mm-hmm. All the chosen one, every all the accolades, everything, all the pressure they put on this man's shoulder, and he's been able to live up to it and exceed expectations. He has a chance to pass Carl Malone to go to number two. It'll probably take him about four more years of this consistency to get to Kareem. But at the end of the day, you know, they're right in the hunt to win another championship, possibly two. I mean, I don't see what you can say about LeBron negatively you know I think it's crazy when people want to talk about his Ren loss record in the finals the fact that he's consistently getting there 
is the key to me. Obviously, you want to win, but shit, he's done everything you can do to win once you get there. So it's going to be interesting. It's been beautiful to watch. And I just wish people appreciated him more, Steph more, James more, KD more, mm-hmm. instead of always trying to critique because you have to understand when it's all said and done, these guys are gone. You're, you're, you're going to be missing some of the greatest players to ever touch this, touch the ball, touch this floor. And I think too often people take more time critiquing and talking shit instead of just enjoying their greatness. Next step, Carmelo Anthony passing Dominique Wilkins for 13th on the all-time scoring list. You know, we've both been big advocates for Melo to get back in the game after nearly 4,000 people have played in the NBA to be 13th all-time is a hell of an accomplishment. Uh, Jack, talk to me about Melo. That's a testament to his career, man. We all knew what how important Melo was to the game. Uh, we knew the dominant offensive player he was. And, um, you know, this is just, just an, an, another testament to all the work he's done. Um, I'm glad he's getting a shot. He's getting a bigger role in Portland now, with, you know, with, with them de- uh, dealing with a lot of in- injuries. But I'm happy for Melo, man. Um, it's, it's just a testament to career. It shows why he's going to belong in the Hall of Fame. I definitely want to salute Melo for being able to almost reinvent himself. Um, someone who's such a tremendous scorer his whole career has always been the go-to guy, has always consistently got in that 20 to 25 shots a game range to be able to reinvent himself. And I think for a, for a minute he was having a hard time, you know, and I think that's why, along with some other bullshit, I think what the NBA was doing, he wasn't able to get a job. But I think he kind of accepted his role and understood what teams were looking for now, and he's mm-hmm. still able to be himself. And like you said, with with Portland – uh, down in numbers, obviously his role is going to increase and that's something he's been doing his whole career, so it won't be a problem for him. But definitely glad he got a second chance. Um, love what he's doing out there. And, yeah, absolutely first bout Hall of Famer, uh, Carmelo Anthony. Again, congratulations. Congrats. Last but not least, Fred Van Fleet, who has been on an absolute tear, dropped a career high in Raptors record 54 points, uh, knocking DeMar's record by two points. Setting also the record for undrafted player to be able to come and drop 50, sign that big $85 million contract this year. Couldn't be happy uh, for this guy. One, obviously, because he's making his dreams come true, but then he's showing the rest of the guys out here, you can still make it regardless. Some guy that wasn't drafted, he's small. I'm sure there's a lot of different knocks on him, but this guy is definitely a prominent scorer in this game, dropping 50s and getting paid. And like I said, I just love the fact that he's been able to do what he does, but also encourage the rest of the youngsters out there, letting them know that, hey, you don't have to go to a big name school. You necessarily don't even have to be drafted. You just have to believe in yourself and keep being a dog and you might get a shot. I'm happy for him. Fred is doing great, man. I think he came into that situation with not really knowing if he was going to play. Trades happened. He ended up starting. Now look at him. He's he's the best scorer on the team to me. You know, he's playing with a lot of confidence. And it's all about getting the opportunity, man. A lot of people don't even get an opportunity to get a chance to show what they can do. He got his opportunity, took advantage of it, and you see what's happening. Big contract. He just showing he's, he belongs in this league. And, and I, I don't think this is the end of us talking about him this year. I think he's going to have a great year. No, absolutely. Definitely one of the scores, uh, one of the best, you know, undrafted scores we've seen, his ability to, to, to answer when he got his chance. He did that, had a big finals um, to help them win. And now he's being rewarded. So like I said, I think it's it's a beautiful thing for him, but also, you know, encouraging to the people coming behind him. Jack, we got a new segment. Uh, it's not a new segment, but it's a new segment for What's Burning. And we're going to start incorporating our fan questions into What's Burning. So let's get to it. First question from the black underscore Cal underscore L. 
Which team is one big trade away from being odds-on favorite this season? Uh, I would have to say Philadelphia. So you got Philly. Um, I think Utah is, is one trade away. Obviously, they're sitting with the best record in the league, but I still feel like they're going to need some more firepower come playoff time. Um, so I think, you know, like I said earlier, uh, a Beal, a Levine, someone we're not even thinking of to possibly be that, 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 that either that number two guy or shit number one guy that's going to get you that 20 to 25 consistently every night. I think they're definitely one trade away. But, uh, you know, both the, both the teams, Philly and Utah, are, are right there, and it's going to be fun to see what they do coming down the stretch. Next question, at Slim underscore Ville. Why do you guys think the effort on defense has subsided so much in the past 10 years? Uh, man, good question. I think it's the changing of the game. Um, you know, we hung our hat on defense. Um, I'll be obviously able to do other things, but we really took pride in defense. I don't think the game is there anymore. Um, one, because the league wants more scoring and highlights, and I think that's where they're at right now. So they would definitely rather see, you know, a 130 game than a 89 to 90 defensive battle. So, I mean, I think scoring is at a premium. Scoring is encouraged. So there's just not that much focus on defense anymore. And the fact that it's like fucking flag football out there, you can't really play defense if you wanted to. The, all the touch fouls they're calling and all that soft shit they're calling really is a disadvantage to the defense. So I think the way the rules have changed and what the NBA wants, which is scoring, is the reason why we've seen defense non-existent. Yeah, the game has definitely grown, but you got to think, all the guys that really played like we played, all the gritty guys, they kicked them out the league. So that's another reason uh, defense is not the way it is no more. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, it's a lot of scoring. The rules are different, but the motherfuckers who got down and cared about stopping motherfuckers, they're at home doing what we're doing. Especially, man, shout out Trevor Reza, man. He's sitting at home right now, still getting paid, which is great, but he's one of those three and D guys. Someone will get in your face, and, and, and he can't find a home right now. So, I mean, I think that perfectly goes to what you were saying. One next question from Kevin McCadney. What team has been the biggest disappointment this season, and what team has been the biggest surprise? Jack, biggest disappointment to you this year? Uh, the biggest disappointment to me is the Dallas Mavericks. Um I, I mm. felt they could they should have did something this summer to help this guy. Uh, Luke is just a, a stud, man, one of the best players in the league. And I'm just disappointed with the start they're getting off to. Obviously, you know, KP is in and out, and they just didn't make the moves. Hopefully they'll make them before the, the trade, de trade deadline. But uh, Dallas is definitely a team that, that hasn't been uh, living up to what I expected. I completely agree. Um, after what they did in the playoffs last year, the way Luka played, the expectations uh, this year were through the roof. They may have been too high, but I agree they didn't really make any moves to strengthen this roster uh, that are really going to be impactful. Um, KP has been in and out when he's played. He's been outstanding, but getting him to play every night has been the key. So, like I said, those two consistently playing together, plus one more trade uh, piece at the deadline possibly – can help them. They've definitely been the most disappointing team to me uh, this season. Uh, to you, biggest surprise this season? Uh, my biggest surprise, I would have to say, is Houston. Um, nobody knew how they would gel. Nobody knew how this team would come together with everything the way they started with James not wanting to be there. But now you see this team starting to roll and Oladipo is settling in. John is kind of leading this team. And Boogie and the young kid, Chris Wood, they're really uh, holding things down in the paint. So shout out to Steve Silence for, for, for dealing with the, the rough start of the ship, but now he got him smooth sailing. Um, I'm, I'm happy with the way um, Houston is rolling. 
I agree. That's a good call. I think probably my surprise is is the Utah Jazz. Um, always a solid regular season team. So I kind of say this with a little hesitation because the regular season only means so much. But, you know, they definitely put together a great start to the season. Best record in the league. Uh, shooting the three-point ball at, a, at an amazing clip. And they're just a fun team to watch. Like I said, we compared them to the San Antonio Spurs earlier where you can just plug and play guys. They have a great system, great coach. You just plug guys in and they know what they have to do. So they've definitely been a fun team for me to watch this year and and looking forward to see what they do down the stretch. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Next fan question, NY underscore Kid15. If you had a third host, who would it be and why? Ooh, good question, good question. I got two people here. I would go with either Kendrick motherfucking Perkins. Motherfucker. Or motherfucker. Or KG. (laughs) I think obviously KG's energy is electric. I think he would bring a crazy dynamic to the show. And then Perk, you know, Perk cusses more than me and you put together. Uh, we can get him off that perp. Just don't pass him the wet blunt. And I think he'd be a host, So either one of those two dudes would be good with me. Uh, me, I would say a real motherfucker like Kerry Chapman or Jamel Hill. I think a woman would be great Ooh. on our show. To add to add another to- uh, shit talking dynamic, some another woman that ain't too sensitive that can take our shit talking, but also knows sports. And there's a lot of females out there that know sports like we do. I think that'll be a dope asset. Yeah, that would be huge to have a, a female co-host. That would be dope. I mean, although we're doing our thing, that would be dope. Closing the show with quick hitters. Uh, first topic, Julius Randle. 22.6, almost 11 rebounds a game, nearly six assists. Jack, is he worthy of his first all-star nod this year? 
I think so, man. I mean, I, oh, I was before in- you. Well, but hold on. Before you answer, before you answer, he's got the Knicks in playoff contention right now. On top of it, yeah, and it, it's you know me. I got to be real. It's a every. They always want a Nick in this All Star game for some reason, but he deserves it. You know. <laughs> He deserve it. I'm just saying he deserve it. He playing well, bro. With you know, in the playoff picture and in the playoffs is two different things, bro. You know what I'm saying? A lot, of, a lot of times, <laughs> a, a, a lot of times you get overshadowed. I was in Charlotte and we made the playoffs, and I and I didn't make the All Star game, but he definitely deserves it. And uh, I just want them to make it because making the All Star game and not making the playoffs that's asinine. Uh, no, I agree. He's definitely playing the part. Um, glad he's found his spot. You know what I mean? In L.A., you saw his potential. In New Orleans, you saw more potential. And then in New York, you've seen what kind of player we all thought he can be. You know, he's a he's a bull out bull in the China shop out there. They just picked up Derrick Rose yesterday in a trade. So hopefully that'll help them uh, strengthen their playoff picture. Um, but as far as just individual accolades and, and being ready for an all-star, I definitely think he deserves that nod this year. Next up, John Morant at nearly 19 points a game, seven assists. Memphis is in the playoff mix. The West is loaded with guards. Jack, is Morant ready for the all-star spotlight, or will he get his opportunity this year? I mean, is is he ready? Yeah, he's ready. His game is ready, but will it happen? No, it won't happen. I mean, he's he's a guy that we're hiring on, we love, I'm a fan of. But you got to look at this competition right now in the West. There's too many guards that, that's, that they're going to throw ahead of him uh, that's going to make that team. But does he deserve it? I think he does. But you got too many guards with bigger names that's, that teams that are at the top of the Western Conference that he got to go up against. And, and that's always the case. Yeah, and, and what kind of scares me about this situation, Jack, is it might be this way for a long time. You know, he's mm-hmm. in that Memphis market. There's The West is loaded with guards. Dame and CJ, Clay and Steph, uh, you know, Booker hasn't really got his his nod yet. There's a lot of strong guards in the West. Is 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 Morant's game at all star level? Definitely. Definitely. But will he get that nod? It's going to take. I don't know what it's going to take. I think his team is going to have to probably be like a top three or four team for people to realize his importance. Um, but just as far as being an all star, definitely think he has the talent. But it's going to. It might be a while before he actually gets an all star nod for the reasons uh, we just mentioned. Christian Wood. Out several weeks uh, with an ankle injury. Obviously, it, it, it's better than they thought, but he'll be down for a while. Jack, how does this affect the Rockets? Injuries are, are a part of the game, as we know. But and, and anytime one of your guys go down, you have to look at the good side of it. And the flip side is, Boogie gets to go in. He should be starting anyway, in my mind. But he gets to go in, get more reps, and get back in shape. And it gives Chris Wood a, a, a chance to get stronger. He still doesn't have that NBA body. This is the time for him to get stronger, kind of put a little muscle on so he can come back and deal with the pushing and banging down there in the paint. But I I, I, I just look at the flip side of it, man. It's, it's, the good side is Christian Wood can get stronger and Boogie gets a chance to get back in the swing of things. Yes, it's always the next guy up in this league. And I agree that should be the starting four and five for the Rockets, uh, but just really happy for Christian Wood and what he's been able to accomplish and really find a home. And then again, happy for Boogie to kind of get his footing back, get more minutes in that rotation and work his way back to the level of, of play we all know and love Boogie for. Uh, yesterday, Derrick Rose was traded back to the New York Knicks, reunited him with Coach Tibbs where he's played the best basketball of his career. Um, Jack, thoughts on Derrick reuniting with his coach, uh, but then going to the Knicks? 
Uh, I mean, I like it. I mean, I think he was just, you know, existing in uh, in Detroit. I think he can go there and kind of get a new life uh, back with the new coach. They got some great young guards there. Quickly's been playing well, you know, and uh, they still have um, the young kid from Duke. What's his name, Matt? Tell me, remind me real quick. RJ, RJ. They still RJ have Barrett. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. RJ Barrett. So, but these, uh, I, I love it. I love it. I think he's going to do great. Like I said, it's, it's anytime you get a change like that and going back and playing in the garden, it gives you, it gives you a new life. And I think that'd be a good fit for D Rose. Yeah, happy for D Rose reunited with Tibbs. Um, you know, want him to find his form and his footing. Still 32. You know, I still think he has a handful of years. But I also want to touch on the flip side of this trade and Dennis Smith and salute him, man. He was someone who was at the end of the bench, end of Tibbs rotation. He wasn't complaining, asked to go to the D-League just to keep his game fresh, and then gets an opportunity to get traded. And hopefully he'll get some time with Detroit. But definitely hats off to him because guys have been in that situation and kind of imploded, and they become fucked-up teammates and, and, and divided the locker room. But that kid went about his business, uh, you know, asked to go down to the G-League, and now gets traded. So hopefully he get a new life in uh, Detroit and get a chance to play. But happy for D-Rose again to be back with Tibbs, and hopefully he can find some of that all-star form he had with him in Chicago. Jack, we both did something that we said we shouldn't do, which was bet against the GOAT, and he proved us wrong. Congratulations on the Bucs for their second Super Bowl and Tom Brady for number seven. Wow. Um, incredible. They dominated from start to finish. Thoughts on the game yesterday? Uh, we said we shouldn't go against them, but we gotta, I got to reiterate what Tom said. He said they haven't played good football all year. They haven't played their best game, and they waited to play their best game of the year in the Super Bowl at home. Shouts out to them. Shout out, shouts out to all the black coaches in the head positions, man. And uh, mm. shout out to that defense. I, I don't think the defense is getting enough credit to shut Kansas City defense down. This is the first Mahomes quarterback uh, control team that didn't get a touchdown. So shout out to the defense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, being able to shut Kansas City's offense down, I can completely agree. Um, what they were able to do, you know, you touched on they, they they had kept saying they hadn't played their best football. They obviously saved it for last, but at one point they were seven and five, and then to reel off seven straight wins, going into the playoffs, beating Washington, possibly or ending Drew Brees' career in New Orleans, beating the MVP Aaron Rodgers, and then being able to beat the next man that's supposed to be replaced Brady, which was right. Mahomes, and they completely shut him down. Um, it was just a beautiful game. One thing I love, though, too, outside of Tampa Bay's coaching staff and, and, and the diversity within their coaching staff, the people that Tom brought with them, Gronk showed up big in this game, two touchdowns. A.B. showed up big in this A-B. game with a big touchdown. Um, you know, and he was able to bring his guys with him and, and, and to get a ring. So, you know, there was a lot of talk about was it a Belichick team, was it a Brady team? What Brady was able to do to come over to the NFC and do what he's been doing in the AFC his whole career was very impressive. And if it's not the most impressive feat of his career, it's definitely up there at the top, man. Again, salute to the GOAT and uh, his seven rings. Coaches directly to the championship. Players win championships. Jack, before we forget, we definitely want to shout out two former guests of the program, Charles Woodson and Calvin Johnson on being selected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame last year, man. Salute to all those guys. Happy for them and definitely deserved it. Congrats, bros. Last but not least, Jack, um, All-Star is set in Atlanta. And I think, you know, I've been doing a lot of talking on ESPN and, and everyone's been doing a lot of talking, but I don't think we've really listened to the players. In, 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 the, in the last week, you've heard LeBron come out. You've heard De'Aaron Fox come out. You've heard a few other guys come out and say they really don't want to play. And I think, 
you know, me personally, I think we obviously made a mistake on not listening to the guys that have to actually do it. You know, I was all for the All-Star game because I think it's been great competition. The proceeds are going to a great cause. But at the same time, understanding the position they're in, you know, with the crazy schedule last season in the bubble and then coming back to an abbreviated season, but everything crammed on top of each other. I know a lot of these guys were looking forward to just getting five days off and spending with their family. And now the NBA has pretty much forced them to do the all-star game. So, you know, um, on my behalf, I kind of want to apologize because being a former player, I think we should have thought more on what the players really wanted to do instead of what the league wanted to do. Yeah, in the, pa- in the past, Matt, it made sense because the All-Star Weekend was beneficial for everybody. If you do an All-Star Weekend now, it's just beneficial for the league. The families can't come. The players don't really want to be there. They can't really enjoy the festivities of All-Star Weekend due to COVID and everybody uh, social distance. So, no, this is this is a selfish move by the NBA. And just like Kawhi said, it's only a business move. It has nothing to do with the players. And you have to think about your players because they're the ones carrying your league. Absolutely. Like I said, it, it was brought to my attention first with De'Aaron Fox and then LeBron stamped it. Kawhi spoke on it. A couple other guys spoke on it. We really got to listen to our players, especially in a season like this with all the craziness that's been going on. Um, you know, so I'm always going to side with players. So unfortunately, kind of is what it is. Hopefully everyone stays injury free and healthy and uh, we can consume the second half of the season once this is over. That's a wrap this week on What's Burning. You can catch us every Monday on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And our Twitter, follow us at Show Basketball. And make sure you follow us on Twitter for the latest in what's burning. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.